This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Well, buenas tardes, mis amigos. Happy Wednesday. The Ides of March, welcome aboard. Uh, also, Budget Eve, by the way. It's afternoons on News Talk 770. Rob Breckenridge with you. 403-974-8255 is a telephone number. 974-TALK. Plenty of time today for your phone calls and your texts. And we got a lot to get to, but I want to get right to our first guest. He's a busy guy this week. He's got a budget to table tomorrow. And, and hey, if he wants to spill the beans on that budget... Um, you know, by all means, I, I don't think he will. We're not going to talk about the budget here. There'll be plenty of time to talk about it. But I do want to ask the finance minister about a story that's come to light this week. And we're hearing numerous stories in the media uh, about individuals who have recently lost a loved one. And those deceased persons having received carbon rebates in the mail being asked to return that money. Well, joining us on the line is uh, Alberta's Finance Minister, Joe Sisi. Minister, thanks for making some time for us here. Appreciate it. Not at all, Rob. Thanks for having me on to talk about this. Okay. Well, and, and you've become aware of this just within the past few days. Is that That's the right. case? That's right. That's Yeah. On Monday, I uh, became aware of it. And also Monday, I contacted uh, an elderly woman who had uh, got one of these letters asking for um, money to be rebated back to the uh, CRA. So that Monday and, and since, I've learned a few more situations since then. Okay. W- what can you tell us about how and why this is happening? Well, f- first of all, I want to say that, you know, we're working with CRA to prevent situations uh, like this from happening again. We're going to be uh, working with them to resolve it. Uh, but what I understand is, uh, uh, in Irene's case, her husband uh, unfortunately passed away um, in late January, and of course the rebate check had gone out uh, January 5th, I think. Um, and just now, I, I imagine uh, the death certificate notice would have caught up or something with the CRA. Uh, and and uh, that's where she received now a letter. So, you know, it's, it's tragic, of course. Families don't need, this is the last thing they need at a time when they're dealing with the 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 this you know the 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 mourning and the tr- the stress of having gone through all of that um so it's not right that they get a letter asking for this back how does the letter get sent out is there something automatic that that triggers that letter going out does is there somebody who makes the decision to send no, it out you know like we contract with the canada revenue agency uh on this and other things um like the alberta child benefit is another uh, benefit to Albertans that the CRA is contracted to actually process the checks uh, wherever they process them and send them out on Alberta's behalf. Um, so uh, not sure how exactly it all takes place on their end, but um, they use uh, tax filer, filer information from residents of Alberta and, uh, and then process the, uh, the the rebates. And so I think that um, there's been updates to the information, and they would have sent out new uh, the the rebate check to Irene uh, in this case um, as a result of getting updated information after their uh, their uh, taxes were filed. All right. Well, how much of a trickle down uh, is there going to be here? Is it possible that that more of these letters are going to be sent out in, in well, the interim? Yeah, like like I said, our our my officials are going to be meeting with CRA next week, and we're going to definitely be trying to uh, resolve this to prevent f- 
future situations like this happening. Um, we've urged CRA to take steps to prevent this from happening again, Rob. Okay, but I guess one can understand at one level that obviously if someone is not alive anymore, rebate should not be paid in the first place. So that's how it's supposed to work. But it, right. it does come across as as cruel and almost somewhat petty to say you need to send you know one hundred dollars back to the government. So it's 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 a tough spot. What should become of that money then if it has been paid out in error? Well, you know, I. I think families just expect a lot more compassion um, and uh, a, a more seamless delivery um, because Albertans want, you know, the, the correct rebate to go out to families. Um, and we're going to expect that uh, like I'm sure Albertans expect that. And, and we all deserve better in terms of how this is handled. And that's the next step in terms of meeting with those CRA officials and, and making this more seamless, more up-to-date, more accurate, um, and dealt with uh, a compassionate approach as opposed to something that seems somewhat uh, uh, ham-fisted. All right. Well, we appreciate you making some time for us here to, to explain this and, and the response to it. Uh, do you want to spill the beans on, on the budget tomorrow? or, I, or you I would just say that... Uh, I, I met with a young man, uh, Yusuf, yesterday, 11-year-old, and I, I gave him um, uh, some beautiful soccer boots that he's going to be using. So I'm not going to be wearing new shoes. The, the finance minister has done that thing. Yusuf's got the oh, boots, interesting. and uh, he's going to be out there making us all proud in Alberta. All right. Well, we'll have a lot to talk about tomorrow. Uh, minister, thanks okay. for joining us Goodbye. here today. Appreciate it. Yeah. All right. There you go. That's uh, Finance Minister Joe Sisi. Uh, who says, look, he's become aware of this. Uh, he wants to, to meet with his officials. And obviously this goes through the CRA, which is how the carbon rebates are being administered in the first place. But yeah, it does come across as really harsh and really cruel and frankly, really petty. So there have been a few of these. Here's uh, one story from earlier this week. And Joe Cece mentioned uh, this woman, uh, 84-year-old uh, Irene Pegatz. Uh, gets this letter in the mail from the Alberta government. Her husband of 62 years had passed away just a few weeks before. So she gets the letter. The letter says, you owe the province $25. Because now that it's just you, your rebate has been adjusted and you shouldn't have got that money. Imagine what a slap in the face that would be. And in that situation, you spent your life with someone, 62 years of marriage, that's uh, incredible. And still reeling from that, and the government sends you a letter saying, well, since your husband's gone, I guess you now owe us $25. $25. Uh, story today from Post Media. Uh, a few other examples here. Uh, it says if uh, Marie Casey was still alive when she received a bill from the province demanding she return her $100 rebate from the NDP's carbon tax, the feisty great-grandmother wouldn't have minced words. Darlene Pish, daughter of the recently passed Strathmore woman, who was floored when she received the notice from the government to her mom's estate calling for the return of the cash just six weeks after she died. So, quote, she'd tell them to stuff it and keep it. Casey would have been 75 this April, received her carbon tax rebate from the province in early January. 
The $100 check was supposed to cover the period between January and June. Just 16 days later, uh, the mother of five, seven grandchildren, six great-grandchildren passed away. Dealing with both her mom's death and handling the estate, the last thing that occurred to Pish is that the province would come looking for its money back. I was dumbfounded, she said, and then my dumbfoundedness turned into anger. All I could think was, how can you people do this? I have that insult added to injury. I already have enough on my plate, and then I have the government coming after me. And it's just very cold, bureaucratic language. Not, we're sorry to hear about your loss. It's just, quote, we determined that you are no longer eligible to receive Alberta Climate Leadership Adjustment Rebate Payments. And then right below that, it says amount due $100. Another example here, Lorene Forrest, who lives in uh, Rosemary, just uh, between Brooks and Bassano there. Her father, Jacob Weems, was bedridden in a care facility for two years after a fall shattered her, uh, his hip. At 95 years old, not paying for gas or heating, he received the rebate anyway. He died January 11th, just days after he received his rebate check. Last week, the government asked for it back. It's kind of hurtful, she said. I was so stunned, I had to read it twice. I thought if I could gather $100 in pennies and send that, that would be a good idea. But right now, I don't really want to pay it. It's just the principle of the thing. I get that deceased people shouldn't be getting checks in the mail. But this is pretty cruel, I think, to be going after the families and pretty callous just in that just how cold it is. So good on the finance minister. Credit where credit is due for acknowledging this and saying he's going to do something about it. And I mean, there's some political incentive as well. I think enough Albertans are already opposed to the carbon tax as it is. This obviously doesn't help. Anyway, 403-974-8255. Uh, we'll take a break here. We'll come back and a few other stories to get to. We'll let you know what's coming up uh, on the program today. A busy day in store here. It's afternoons on News Talk 770. Well, welcome back. 403-974-8255. Now, got a text here. Uh, this text from Phil, and it raises an interesting point. It says, hold on here, Rob. The rebate is based on the previous year's taxes, and he was alive then. The comparison would be a person laid off now that would not qualify, right? So with this logic, they should be issuing rebates to those who are no longer working. But the government's argument is, here and now, in 2017, your situation has changed. I guess in this sense, you were alive, now you're not anymore. Therefore, you shouldn't get a rebate. Right, but I, I guess we're going to run into this problem because the rebates are being issued based on 2015 tax returns. So what we're seeing, yeah, is that people who were working or earning big salaries in 2015 no longer are not getting rebates. But people who lived in Alberta and filed taxes here in 2015 and who lived somewhere else, they are getting rebates. So if we're going to say, ah, wait a sec, yeah, you were alive when you filed taxes in 2015, you aren't anymore, no rebate for you, then shouldn't we go and say, hey, you don't live in Alberta in 2017, no rebate for you. Uh, but wait, you were working in 2015, you're not anymore, you get a rebate. So if we're adjusting it for real time, maybe we need to, to go even further. Anyway, let's go back to the phones here, 403-974-8255. Uh, this is Tom. Tom, welcome to the program. Thanks. Hey, Rob. Uh, actually, the text you just read, my comment is similar. I find it interesting that while you're alive and you're working and you owe taxes, if you die 
and you owe taxes, the government expects that your your estate or whoever's going to make uh, going to pay those taxes. However, you earned that rebate while you were alive, and they still want the money back. Should the estate not get to keep that money? Well, yeah, that's what it, you know. You could make that argument. I get that um, you know rebates are meant to help people deal with the cost uh, of the carbon tax. If you're not alive, you're not dealing with any of that. But it's premised on what was going on in in 2015. So maybe your estate should get that. Yeah, I mean, they want their tax money, even though you're dead. This you've earned this money, or you needed this money while you were alive. Just you know, you died. Your estate is still there until it's cleared. So makes sense to me. Yeah, that's a, that's a valid point, Tom. Appreciate the phone call, or at least to say you're not going to get any more. It's like okay, this was paid out. We realize now this person's no longer alive. There will be no more rebate checks forthcoming in that person's name. Right? That would be reasonable. I think it's the idea that well, you got to pay it back. We need that $25 back. We need that $100 back from you. Uh, let's see what uh, Joe has to say. Joe, go ahead. Yeah, uh, I just got a comment on the rebate. Uh, somebody is out to lunch. I don't know whether it's CC or Revenue Canada. If you were to die on the first of the month, in that month, you if you got a private pension check, you would get to keep that. You would get to keep your CPP and OAS for that month. After that, you have to pay it back. So, in other words, you have to notify people in that month so they don't pay it out. I don't see the difference. So, what what, sh- what are you saying the outcome should be here? The outcome should be these people should get to keep the rebate. Right. Okay. Well, and I think, yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see what the resolution will this to be. If it's just we're not going to send well, out these mean the letters anymore. CC for a finance minister doesn't know much about finance or or numbers at all and i don't know why the federal government is doing this because they don't do it with any of their own programs such as oas and cpp yeah interesting point joe thanks for that uh let's go back to the phones here 403-974-8255 say good afternoon to art art how you doing how are you doing real good good say i got a, a thing for you that woman they want that money back okay that $25, which is unbelievable. But Direct Energy now has a rider on their bills started this month and will go to July for lost revenue that people haven't paid them, and they want the consumer to pay each month so much, whether it's a dollar twenty or whatever. But that is already set in motion, and that was approved by the government because it went before the courts. And... Uh, so we pay extra money for somebody that didn't pay their bills. Okay. But why, why do you think that relates to this? Why? It's the same difference. Why am I paying for somebody else's fault? She, that man was alive in 2015 and paid taxes, and therefore the lady is entitled to that money. Well, who is? The Who's lady, entitled? The man, the lady, the estate, whatever you want to say. That so would go to the estate. Well... She's alive, so she's the estate, and she should get it. Right. Yeah, okay. Okay. Art, appreciate the phone call. Uh, So there you go. Another one says, leave it with the family. Leave it with the estate. Right, again, we're talking about, at most, it seems, $100. Some of these were were less than that, $25 in one case. $25. The government's demanding that an uh, an 87-year-old woman pay back. 
to the government just right after she lost her husband. And again, it's even just the, the timing of it. Why, why do you need that $25 back right now? I guess you could wait a little bit longer to send out a letter. There's probably a better way you could go about it. So it's an interesting point because, again, these rebates are being mailed out based on 2015 tax returns. And I think the government has to concede that for some people, things have changed since 2015, but there's really no way to track everybody down and find out where they're living or how much they're earning. So that's when it was calculated on. That's how it gets paid out. And if it so happens that that person is no longer alive, goes to their estate then. So we'll see what comes of this, whether the government's going to back away from demanding people pay this back, or if it's simply they're going to be nicer when asking for the money back. All right, let's see what uh, Bill has to say. Bill, go ahead. I think the interesting issue, what we have, is we just have a government that's unable to function. They don't know how to operate anything. They're just... uh, running day-to-day, and they don't have a long-term plan. This whole province is going down with a huge amount of debt, and it's unfunctional. So you can just see here's another little issue that they're wasting time and money on that didn't have to be at all. Uh, You think this is representative of uh, a broader issue with the government, you mean? Absolutely. They're incompetent. They don't know how to run anything. They're too egotistical to get professionals in there to help them uh, have a guided plan to make things better. And you have things like this coming up where people are in arms. But really, the big issue is incompetence. They don't know how to do uh, run the, the government in a proper manner, and they're just so unprofessional. So they can make whatever excuses they want. They can waste whatever time they want. The people have to realize here we need to, to have a change immediately, and you need to just hire people that can do the job because these people are incompetent. And the people that we elect are mostly incompetent because that's all you have to choose from. All right, Bill, appreciate the phone call. You got last word on that. We got a lot more still to come today. Uh, after 1 o'clock, a new study out today, uh, the School of Public Policy at the University of Calgary, looking at what seems to be a built-in advantage for incumbents in municipal elections, and this is a municipal election year. Uh, why is it so often that incumbents get reelected? We'll talk about that after 1 o'clock. We're going to revisit the bullying issue later on as well, just after 1.30. We heard from this dad in Jasper yesterday who felt that he had to take matters into his own hands to stop the bullying that his daughter was suffering from for years even. Now he himself is facing a charge of assault and uttering threats after he confronted the bully. So we'll talk about whether the bullying problem is getting any better, whether what we're doing to try to combat the problem is working. We'll talk about that after 1.30 today. Plenty of time as well along the way for your calls, your texts. It's time now, though, for Great Ideas, brought to you by Park2Go Value Valet. No need to search for an empty parking spot with door-to-door drop-and-go valet service. Reserve and save at park2go.ca. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.